0: Emerging market bond yields traded higher ahead of the expected Fed rate hike tomorrow as markets will be looking to that for guidance on its future policy. The R186 bid at 9.01%, as you can see there, from 8.98%. And the R207 uh, trading at 7.65% from 7.63%. The benchmark U.S. 10-year last seen at uh, 2.96% and that from 2.95% previously. We're joined on the line now by Ranzo Mukanzi from Future Growth Asset Management for more detail on what's been playing out on the fixed income scene. Thanks so much, Ranzo, for joining us this evening. So the RAND, uh, I want to start off with uh, initially uh, looking to be pretty stable, but by the finish seeing weakness come through, what are you making off current valuations where, uh, you know, we've had some analysts say that they're very cognizant not to extrapolate current weakness too far into the future.
1: Hi, Alicia. I think that's a very important point, is to to not extrapolate the weakness that we've seen in the currency. What we had was a big rally in the RAND post-December's anti-elective conference. I think we're somewhat back to probably fair value now. If you're looking at purchasing power parity between us and the U.S., then it suggests, Fair value between between us and the U.S. Equally, the trade-weighted Rand has sold off as it should have post the big rally we had at the beginning of the year. And in our view, we're somewhat closer to, to fair value now given this, this shake-off.
0: And the shake-off we've seen uh, coming to bear on emerging market currencies as a whole. Amidst it all, how's that overall sentiment, run? So coming to bear on the local bond markets?
1: Yeah, so sentiment towards emerging markets broadly has been, been quite negatively in the past couple of months. I guess driven by the continued healing of the U.S. economy as we head towards further rate hikes. The expectation this week from the Fed is a further 25 basis point hike. Then you've had elevated geopolitical risk as well. So that's been brought about by U.S. and Chinese trade tensions as well as the U.S.'s continued effort to denuclearize North Korea. And then also perceptions of contagion risk for what we think are idiosyncratic debt events, somewhat similar to what we had in Argentina earlier in in April. And those type of events will feed through into emerging markets broadly. As we know, there is a, a high degree of synchronization between emerging markets. And naturally, the the rand will be impacted by by that backdrop.
0: Yeah, uh, taking a look at that contagion risk you're talking about, it's uh, you know amidst that scenario that we've got uh, the ECB's announcement on uh, the future direction with regards to its uh, monetary policy, anticipated on Thursday as well. What are you expecting as far as that's concerned?
1: So market expectations, which we would agree with, were that the ECB are a long way away from the Fed in terms of being in a position to hike rates, but expectation is that the ECB might begin to taper their quantitative easing easing program. so they've been pumping in a lot of liquidity into into the system and what you might see with the upcoming monetary policy meeting is, is a tapering off of, of that quantitative easing program. Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, take us through the kind of activity that played out at today's bond auction specifically.
1: Okay so in line with the of we've seen in the RAND and in CDS spreads, we've seen a sell-off in, in nominal bonds. So naturally, this auction was quite well received. We had the 2030, the 2035, and the 2044 on auction earlier today. And bid-to-cover ratios were quite healthy at 3.3 times. And the market cleared about three basis points higher than Mark Monday's Monday's close. So the market has sold off, and naturally, because of the sell-off, locals are have been bid quite strongly for, for bonds. And
0: the yeah, it is amidst a very tentative uh, local uh, scenario as well, Ranzo, where we're anticipating more economic data prints uh, this week and that coming through in the form of retail sales numbers, but also uh, mining data and ahead of uh, a fetch assessment on the South African economy as well. So, uh, you know, would you be delving in given the uncertainty that still lingers?
1: Yeah, I'm hot on the heels of quarter one's disappointing GDP print, we have mining and retail sales data this week, which should give us a look through into quarter, quarter two's GDP momentum. So the expectation on our side, at least, was that GDP growth would be would be choppy, but would settle between one and a half and two percent for this year as a whole. So that expectation broadly hasn't shifted, given quarter one's GDP growth print. And I think in line with that, we expect Fitch to, to, give, to give light to, to the positive developments we've had politically. But structurally, not much has changed. And in light of that, we'd expect Fitch to hold the rating stable, looking to structural changes in the economy, just as us and the broader investment community are.
0: Well, let's leave it there, Runzo. Thanks so much for having joined us on the line this evening. That, of course, was Runzo Mukanzi from Future Growth Asset Management. Thank you.